Hello, I'm Marsha Ogden. Welcome to my podcast, Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus. It's for anyone who's passed that milestone, like me, by a long chalk, and who, like me, has realised that we could be on this earth for another 30 or 40 years. So let's plan to make the rest of our life the best of our life. Before we get started with this week's episode, can I just remind you to please, please, please review, share and subscribe to the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you do want to plan to make the rest of your life the best of your life, take a look at www.gurgleit.com forward slash my best life and find out more about my best life journal and workshops. Welcome to episode 44 of the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast. This one's called When the Sun is Shining but You're on Lockdown. So how are you coping? Positive as I am, it has been a tough week. I'm hoping it'll get better and I'll feel more settled. But it's strange, isn't it? No one knows quite how we should be feeling and I still feel guilty if I sit down and read. If I go for a walk, I feel like I should be planning something in my head for, I don't know, a presentation or a meeting or whatever. And I think it's the money thing, you know. But at least they've now told us self-employed peeps what we can claim. And I don't think for one minute it's going to be quite as straightforward as it sounded. But hopefully that feeling of bewilderment will start to ease soon. Anyway, it's only money. (laughs) Oh dear. My guest today is Mitch Wall from the Port Sunlight Garden Centre. He's going to give us a bit of advice on what we can be doing in the garden, bearing in mind that we are on lockdown, but the sun is shining, so we can't waste it. Here's a quick word about the Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus My Best Life Journal. I'm going to stress again the benefits of journaling. And don't tell me you haven't got time. The journal is a year long, It's undated and, as I keep saying, it's big, so there's lots of room for reflection and planning. It's not just a diary or a planner. It's a place to write your thoughts and work on breaking bad habits and developing new traits and skills. And, of course, you get the added bonus gift of eight meditation tracks to download. My stock of journals was for delegates at my forthcoming workshops, but as they are no longer happening, and it's desperate times, desperate measures, I'm going to put a link in the show notes that'll give you the journal for £23 instead of £33. And of course, I'm not going anywhere, so if you do need any help to get started, please feel free to contact me. Have a look at the link. In our lifetime, we have never had a more relevant time to journal what we're thinking and what we're doing and what we're planning for the future. Oh, let me tell you about last weekend. I'm sure we've all got our own stories, especially if you're self-employed. 
but what a crazy weekend it was. As you may know, my two daughters have a tea room and bakery in Standish, Wigan, where we live. Every year, Mother's Day is their busiest time of year for obvious reasons. Afternoon tea on vintage china stands in a chintzy little tea room, plus the option to order delicious home-baked themed cakes. This year was no different, except that with the creeping, increasing awareness of the severity of COVID-19, they started to receive cancellations, so they began offering delivery as an option. Then at the 11th hour, Friday evening, on the verge of theirs and every other restaurant's busiest weekend of the year, they were told they couldn't open. Anyway, to cut a long story short, and with the help of four delivery drivers each day, drafted in at very short notice, me included, they pulled off a very successful weekend. But there it stops. I know cake is very comforting, but it's not essential food, is it? So, in the interests of everyone's safety, not to mention one of my daughters who is pregnant, everything has closed down until further notice. They'll be working on what can be done in the meantime, but it is heartbreaking to see small businesses suffering like that. Because remember, in most cases, it's not just a job. It's a passion that's been built up over time, with a lot of risk and a lot of emotion wrapped up in it. All put on hold. The rug pulled and there's nothing you can do about it except adapt so let's hope all small businesses can come out of this brighter and fresher and bursting with new ideas being brighter and fresher makes me think of gardens <laughs> what a seamless link <laughs> in a moment i'll be speaking to mitch wall now, if you follow this podcast, you'll remember that over Christmas, I played the role of Mrs. Claus in a grotto production like no other. Well, that grotto was at Port Sunlight Garden Centre, a magical, gorgeous place. And let me tell you, I had to walk into work every day with my eyes closed to avoid spending all my fee before I earned it. Obviously, it is closed at the moment, like everything else. But we're in a position where... Unusually for the UK, the sun is shining, but we can't go out. So I thought it would be a great opportunity to be able to ask Mitch for his advice on how we can make the most of this situation. And by the way, it isn't enough to be intrusive, but I am aware there is a little bit of background noise at Mitch's location, for which I apologise. Here he is. My guest today on the Director of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is Mitch Wall from Port Sunlight Garden Centre. He is the operations manager there. Hi, Mitch. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely to have you here. The reason mm -hmm. I wanted Mitch to come on is that I probably like lots of people who listen to this podcast. I have got a garden. It's not huge, but it's a garden. And... I use the weather and my lack of knowledge about gardens and the lack of time to allow it to just do its own thing. So it's not the tidiest and most well-maintained garden in the world. But now we're all stuck with nothing else to do but be at home. 
is there anything you can advise us to do to make the place look tidy, manicured, maintained, or just to improve it in some way without spending money, which obviously we haven't got and we can't spend anyway because your garden centre, like all the others, is shut. <laughs> Yeah, bit of a ramble, bit of a ramble there, but um, yeah, what should we do? Um, well, luckily this uh, isolation that we're all uh, being dropped into has, has come at quite a good time um, along the gardening scene because it's it's just the start of spring and there's, there's actually tons to do in the garden. Yeah. There comes lots of things that you can do to um, help your garden grow and help it direct it into what, you're, what you want it to be like for the rest of the year. So it's a good time to prune for a lot of things. Uh, if you haven't done your roses yet, then it's a good time to do it now, um, to prune to your bud. Basically, um, you can prune almost all your bushes now, really, uh, depending on if you want to prune them down or if you want to shape them or do anything like that. The, the nights are, are getting a bit warmer now, so the frost isn't too much of an issue on your, on your recently pruned prunes. Depends on what bush and, and how how far you want to go into it really um right. if you've got a big say like if you've got a big flatinia or a conifer or I don't know, any sort of well-established bush then you're probably not going to prune to each bud um mm. you probably just pack it with the shears and put it into the sort of shape that you're thinking right but um, it's okay to do that at this time of year then yeah absolutely yeah. right, yeah. right. Um, generally it's recommended not to do it over winter um because of the cold and you can damage it fresh runes on the on any branches and stuff will Get damaged by the cold so now it's warmed up a little bit you can do it generally a lot of pruning is suggested to do at the end of winter um, once the growing's finished it prepares the bush to be uh, compact for the winter then um, so it's ready to then grow in the spring as it as it's as it's directed but if you if you've missed it you know if you haven't if you didn't have time to do it in winter then now's the time to do it right right okay and what can i ask you about weeds is there a way of knowing what's a weed and what isn't what's a weed and what's a not and they're all just plants really yeah, that's that's my take on it mm. um so if um, it looks pretty it doesn't matter whether it's a weed or not just leave it there. not necessarily i mean <laughs> a lot of people will probably say some of the weeds are the most invasive of plants that will mm. if you let them flower and seed then they'll they'll spread out over your right, entire take garden over yeah. um so like your dandelions some people don't like them but dandelions are still a flower in the end of the day yeah, um, yeah i mean a lot of weeds you might think some people might think of uh ivy as in as a weed at some mm. at some points because it's very invasive it'll mm. it can damage a lot of plants that can get in cracks and holes and places where it, you might not want it to on some buildings mm. and some people will treat it as a weed and try and get rid of it as much as they can but um some people will grow it as a as a nice climbing plant. Right. On, on so, if, so if it's a weed and you like it, just cultivate it. And if some smart aleck comes and says that's a weed, you just well, there's there's no flag it really well, and yeah. say no, that's the hypothesis camptesia. <laughs> <laughs> there's a yeah, weeds are down to personal opinion. I'd say right, that. Okay. mostly. I mean, yeah. there is some weeds that everyone would probably agree on. Yeah. 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 And have you got any advice on mowing the lawn? Well, if you want to start mowing your lawn, then yeah, now's a good time. Um, mm. Generally, your lawn will will respond to your first mow. Mowers that don't take the grass away as well. You, if it if it's like a shredding mower, then it'll it's giving it feed back into the mm. ground because um, it'll just input that grass back into give it a bit of a nitrogen boost. Mm. 
um, makes it more compact and dense and then makes it a um, more healthy lawn that will, will grow better in the future yeah so right right it's down to your mower it's down to your mower if, if your mower is a shredder um which cuts the grass into really fine pieces then yeah it's good and, and what about if the grass is wet is it worth letting it get bone dry these are all questions um, from someone who has no idea what to do <laughs> <laughs> uh i wouldn't ever mow your grass when it's wet because that's just a that's just much harder on your mower really uh, right struggle to so it's bad for the mower rather than the, the grass well yeah and, and yeah. if the mower struggles then it won't do as nice mm. of a job on the cut it'll, mm -hmm. it'll struggle and it'll miss bits and things like that um grass is better mown when it's bone dry yeah the drier the better really if we get ambitious and decide to redesign the garden. Can you give us any tips on design with regard to, I don't know, where the sun is or the shape of your garden or who's using it, etc.? Yeah, I mean, it's all down to what you want to use your garden for. Yeah. Um, some people like to have a garden that's a nice place to escape to, a nice place to sit. Um, they might want big sort of trees, a lot of height to sort of give them a lot of shade and um, make it a bit more of an enclosure, uh, something that they they feel at home in. Um, other people would like to have it as a particularly sunny spot with a, I don't know, a, a nice place to sit or a nice lawn mm -hmm. to spend time on. So like, you know, a nice, a nice decking chair or um, set. And if you're going to, if you've got a item like that, then you can redesign your garden around it, see? Um, like say, if you've had a big round table, an eight seat round table um, dining set, then you can, you know, you could make a, a circular yard and make that circle with plants and, and borders to, to fit it, really. So you can, you can make your garden to fit whatever, you, whatever your purpose. Yeah. So you could give thought to that first. What, what's it mainly going to be used for? Yeah, what, what, what um, do you want to do in it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in these times, you just look at what you've already got and how that fits in and develop that. I mean, bearing in mind, we can't come and spend any money no yeah, absolutely that's that's the, that, that's issue, the thing isn't it, isn't it? yeah yeah um, and what about um seedlings i've planted some seeds i found some packets of seeds uh just yep. yesterday day before yesterday and when they start growing should i leave them sort of in planters or is it better to split things apart and spread them seeds your general consensus is to is to propagate them um mm generally indoors or in a greenhouse uh, in a in a fine um, fine compost um, keep them very protected and put, give them mm. lots of little uh, nutrients that they right. need do you only take them outdoors once they've started to grow then uh yeah absolutely oh, yeah. great um, i've put mine outdoors <laughs> well it depends depends what 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 seeds they are There's right like, and it like is sunny <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely it's it's those nights um when the temperature drops right right um but the it depends what it is like I, I wouldn't take a lot of sort of delicate fruits out yet like mm -hmm. um, like tomatoes and veggies, right yeah yeah um because they need to propagate in greenhouses mm -hmm. until they until maybe may once the once the last frosts are definitely uh finished with if you've got seeds that are flowers and a lot of those flowers could be you know not native but almost almost native as native as we can get to this country mm -hmm. um then they'd probably survive all oh, right right oh they are flowers so i'll keep my fingers crossed <laughs> that's another one insects what about insects do you have any insects any advice on say keeping slugs away or insects um slugs is salt 
mm-hmm. the general uh, general fix on slugs. They don't mm-hmm. they hate the salt, don't they? It's all about the moisture. I don't think there'd be too much of a slug problem, especially in this country at the moment, because we've got pretty beautiful weather for the last few days. There's a lot of natural and DIY um, insecticides and fungicides that you can use. It's a good time to to start using them now um, before any insects and funguses get more developed, basically. Um, so yeah, there's 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 hundreds of different um, things you can do there, like the fungicides. There's um, baking soda that you can mix with water and oils. A lot of kitchen oils you can use to spray on your on your plants. Oh really? Um, yeah, that keeps yeah. insects away, does it? So oils, oils is a is an insect insecticide. Yeah, um, right. Basically, insects they they hate oil because it's it's too thick and too sticky. Um, mm-hmm. They they can't uh, survive in it basically. But there's a lot of yeah a lot of oils. I mean you can't you can't just go throwing I don't know sunflower oil all over your or throw it all over your plants because too much is is the worst thing. Um, in the end, there's concentrations that are, that have been a lot of people have done a lot of research with um, so you know like a few teaspoons of oil into into a liter if you've got a little sprayer um mm-hmm. then you can then you can spray that on right i definitely suggest uh if you're gonna do if you're gonna start delving into these things then you you test it first um, mm-hmm. on, a, on a few few leaves whatever you're gonna whatever you come up with yeah um yeah. to make sure you're not gonna kill your plant from the word go yeah but um but yeah this is a good time because um Insects, are, you know, there's a lot of them are in their eggs at the moment. So, I mean, even if you've got fungicides and insecticides left over from last year and stuff that you bought specifically, mm-hmm. um, it's a good time to start using them now. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, we've got some some nice tips there. Normally, I ask my guests a specific question that's going back to when they were a teenager. But, okay. ladies and gentlemen, Mitch is like half of our age so <laughs> we're not going to ask him what would he have done differently because he's still he's still doing it so <laughs> well, I'm no. Not still a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> no you're not still a teenager well, but he's only halfway to 50 and uh, not not even that Almost, yet oh uh, well thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us mitch and okay. i do hope that we're all able to visit port sunlight garden center again sometime soon Um, As as I said in my introduction, it is an absolutely fabulous place. We were just bowled over with it. So hopefully it'll all be back up and running again, along with everybody else's business. And thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of the day. Cheers. Thank you. I hope that helped a bit. And if you'd like to know more about Mitch's Garden Centre, There's a link in the show notes to the website and Facebook page. The answer to last week's quiz is three. If you want to know what the question was, well, you'll have to listen back to episode 43. Here's this week's question. Which band had the most hits in the 1970s? Remember, no Googling. I'll give you the answer next week. Thanks so much for listening this week. Remember to tell your friends about this podcast and remember my deal on the My Best Life journal. There's no time like the present to do a bit of self-reflection 
and to get into the rhythm of keeping tabs on your mind and body self-care routine. If it's something that you thought of doing one day, well, today is that day. Do look after yourselves. If you do need a bit of company, don't forget that you can catch up on the previous directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcasts. If we've learned anything by our age, it's that nothing is forever. It's just a very strange time. See you next week. The Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus podcast is created and produced by me, Marsha Ogden, and it's available on several platforms, as well as via our website. So please keep listening and tell your friends all about it. Do follow us on Instagram and Facebook too. You'll find all the relevant links in the show notes. Directory of a Dream Life 50 Plus is about making our life happier and easier. So if you do have suggestions or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, just drop me a line at marsha at Have a fantastically happy week and I'll see you next time.